Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh, what a night. Watching Tottenham on a Tuesday night. You play Thursday because you're... Hello and welcome to What A Night, part of the 90 Min Podcast Network, talking all things Tottenham Hotspur. Joining myself, Sean Walsh, as he does every week. Jude Summerfield. Hello, Sean Walsh. Did how's, you... it, how's it going? It's been quite good today. It's quite chilly today, actually. Mm. There is a slight autumnal breeze. My favourite. Oh, yeah, it's nice. Well, it's made... Have you seen the weather for this weekend? I have not, no. I mean, it's 25 degrees this weekend. So... That's too hot for October. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm not enjoying this, that. I've just got yeah. my autumn wardrobe out and everything. Feels like the wa- uh, The water? The, the, the earth is heating up considerably. What? Um, yeah. I, I, Do they know about this? I'm not I'm not sure we're like putting that much energy into it, but I think like there's there's vague aims. But we'll be net zero by 2050, so... I'll make sure I'm busy that day. <laughs> I don't plan to be around to see the light <laughs> go for that one, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all, all, this, all this swell sunshine. Good weekend watching the football. I watched all the football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There, were, there were plenty of really good games. Um, Spurs, Liverpool being one of them. What a game! Um, just an incredible amount of, of <laughs> things that happened in that game. That I'm still not. Maybe I should be clear on some of them, but you know, lots of weird decisions being made. Mm. But it ended up with Spurs getting lucky in the very end. Finally, and at last, having one go our way. So yeah. You know, all things considered, you know, still very, very happy. <laughs> it's very nice of Joel Matip to um, oh, say, you know, you know, you guys can't always finish a chance against us. Let me finish it for you. Here you, here you go. Yeah. It was very nice, kind of him. Yeah, yeah. good Aldevaro moment there. A little more convincing mm. in his OG. But, um, yeah, oh, man, we've just, it's, it's, a, it's a nice way to break the curse, isn't it? Maybe not so nice for the other half, but... They're um, they're taking steps towards addressing <laughs> the sporting integrity of the results. So I think I think everyone. We in all good make hands mistakes. There. We do, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just the ills ills incompetence. Who among us so, hasn't followed good process and made a mistake? Yeah, I don't know. I just I, I don't think I've ever had a work conversation like that really. So it's, it's tricky. It's tricky. Like poor Daz, quite frankly. <laughs> Um, yeah, hopefully everyone has listened to um, the releasing of the VAR tapes. But we're going to do our impressions now. <laughs> <laughs> it went a little bit like this. I don't have any real voice now. There's been a goal at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Chris oh, Kamara. No. Uh, no idea. <laughs> Must have missed that, that one, Simon. Must have missed that one. There's been a goal, Daz. Oh, my God. Oh, that's not us letting off win, by the way. That's just construction. That? I guess it's... A truck okay. or something else. Hopefully that doesn't happen again. Which is good fun. It's good. I would really... Um, uh, uh, it's, it's back. Um, I, mean, I mean, the transcript, yeah. We've, I've been through it a few times. I've read through it. It's quite... Uh, yeah. yeah. It's quite something. Yeah, it's, you know... For like, yeah. I'm not a, not a massive, massive fan of uh, incompetence, but, you know, 
hearing it out loud like that is it, it really was astonishing it was one of those things where like obviously everyone saw the explanation on Saturday or Sunday and I didn't doubt it I, I, I presume like everyone was going on about I can't believe this is happening and it's like almost unbelievable it's like I completely believe that that is what happened like what was what's the alternative a conspiracy yeah so I, I totally understand that that would be the reason this perfectly offside goal would not have been ruled out mm-hmm. but we've just never had a situation like it and people losing their minds understandably I guess but yeah I'd like to talk about something else well, why don't we just dig a little bit? Should, yeah, should, we, should we talk about the other stuff? <laughs> what other stuff, though? Other stuff happened? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. There's been... I haven't heard of any <laughs> other stuff, though. There's been one topic that's been discussed. There's been annoyingly so little talk about what was actually quite a good game, even when it was 10 men. And it was still quite interesting with 9 men, because we'll come on to it. But So I think, first of all, the two reds were reds. We don't need to talk about it. We don't need to go over it loads. Um, I feel like the uh, any any sort of outcry on the Reds is just as a. I mean, on on, on the red cards. Yeah, I thought, uh, I, was, I thought you meant Liverpool. Um, just sort of came as a result of you know the hoo ha re- around the rest of the mm, game, if you know mm. what I mean. So you know they just sort of hysteria. Maybe just sort of go like, oh well, this was you know they just have a little chip on the shoulder and think, oh that's a red card as well, and the. Um, I guess like the referees were never gonna back down on <laughs> overturning that, but it, it just was a red card. And then the Jota one is just stupid. What is he, do- what is he like, doing on a yellow? Really Literally sense. just been booked. What are you doing? Yeah, not so much sympathy for that. Um, yeah, just both red cards, both yeah. a bit silly. Both gave Spurs um, the initiative in the game, and and yeah, it was it was a bit tough for them to take it, wasn't it? Mm. Liverpool actually played pretty well all things considered they did yeah I think one of the things that I came away from apart from the controversy I did a big takeaways piece on 90min.com which is based almost purely on the football and one of the things was wow I'm super impressed by Liverpool Liverpool really grown up again this season it's almost so last season Liverpool were very it's almost arrogant the way that they kind of played they were very lazy quite sloppy especially with the defending like they played with a high line but didn't really presses as aggressively as they used to they kind of just let things happen and hoped those you know the millimetre offsides would sort them out a bit which is quite ironic here I guess um, but they look very locked in they look very in tune with their new way the new roles Liverpool 2.0 they keep calling it um, think like for example replacing Fabinho with Alexis McAllister DM I know that wasn't that's almost like an accident because they tried for Moises Caicedo and Romeo Lavia and they couldn't get them but they look very calm with him there. They not, he's not obviously not a, an enforcer, but settled down, very good presser, very energetic still. And at 11 v 11, for the brief time there was 11 v 11, it looked like a really, really good end-to-end game with two sides who do want to play fast with the ball. And I was really, that's probably like the annoying thing that we lost the spectacle of that. Mm. It, was, it was all set up to be quite a, quite a humdinger of a game, wasn't mm. it? Just uh, up and down. And that's what we saw very early on. Teams trying to move into space, trying to uh, play really, you know, intense football, and I don't think that would have that would have changed in any regard if if uh, Liverpool hadn't had players sent off. I think even if they had got got the goal ahead, they wouldn't have they wouldn't have sat back like they did. Yeah, just trying to protect what they had. If they had got a goal with eleven players, they would have kept going, and I think the game still would have entertained as a result of that. Um, 
and, and yeah, there were, there were there were there were interesting moments from Spurs. There were good little snippets from a few players. There was a good little sprint I remember from Van der Ven early on, which mm. sort of settled me down, thinking, okay, you know, if we are going to def- well, we're going to we're going to play high and we're going to defend against the likes of these, then we it's good it's good that we've got a speed uh, a speed cheat code, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, we finally saw him. Bring out that kind of physicality that had been that was that was wild. Built to us, yeah. Was that, was it was Gakpo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who's another kind of Dutch physical freak? And Van der Ven was just like, nah. Yeah, just ate up the ground so so quick on him, and it's um, it's, you know, it's it's I know it's a small thing, but like you you um you take the person out out there in Van der Ven, you put like Eric Dyer or Danison Sanchez in the same situation, oh God, yeah. then you're instantly looking at you know a, a wobbly situation that could end with you a, a goal down um, but thankfully no it was a, it was all grand mm. um, there's, there's definitely part of Bayern's post-COVID that is a little bit annoyed as well that the game wasn't 11 v 11 that this was a different test that Spurs had to face I think that he would have really liked to have seen what 90 minutes against Leverman Lippert would have looked like in terms of just how the Spurs progress from here how did they go from here what are the what are the flaws that Liverpool could really exploit um, you kind of got it at 10 men when they look dangerous on the counter still, you know, obviously that led to the the offside Luis Diaz goal. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe, but I think we knew that already that at some point Spurs were going to get done out like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, I suppose in, in a similar way to the Sheffield United game, you know, the, the goal eventually came very, very late, but it might just be a little, a little problem that Spurs will have to have a look at in terms of those teams. Um, sitting back and how Spurs actually make that breakthrough mm. um, in a similar game I mean I know it's Luton at the weekend I, I don't quite feel like they're of the sort of cohesive um, you know nature to actually be that organised for a whole game so it might I hope be. so yeah I, I hope so you never know they, the early kickoff. <laughs> the early kickoff does do strange things um, but they did lose 2-1 yesterday so but, but more so they're sort of Middling Premier League mm. teams—they're they're, going to have a good idea of how uh, how to stop Spurs yeah. and stop them enjoying the game. Yeah, anyway. yeah. And I, I think I should say Liverpool defended very, very well. Yeah, and they were smart very, as well. very disciplined. They were smart with the red, they, oh, apart from the red cards, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> apart from that, those weren't those weren't very very no. smart at all. But um, they made the right the, the right decisions to actually you know pack the box mm. late on with those with those three centre the centre backs. It didn't really look like Spurs had the the creative force to, to get them open, but eventually they managed to crack that nut, which was um, pretty satisfying. I think also satisfying as well that this the the two goals kind of came from the way that Postecoglou wants to attack, though getting to the byline with the with those like whipped crosses down low. So Richardson does really well to. Beat Joe Gomez. I thought Richardson was really, really good in the first yeah. half, particularly. Um, low cross, Son, just that little, that little burst, just to get in front of his man. Nice little tap in again. The new Son. Yeah, he's poacher. Um, he's yeah, he's into that sort of stage of his career now, I suppose, in just terms of uh, just trying to get as close to the goal as possible and let let a few other people do the hard mm. yards. You yeah, know, just be there to to be clinical and. And tuck things away, and I think you know, given he's our best player and our best forward, that's probably a, a decent idea. Really, you've got lots of players in the squad now who can fill those wide areas, and maybe it is a good idea to to shove Richarlison out wide for you know a few games anyway, just to get him more 
mm. involved mm. in the game again. I feel like sometimes if he's up on up on his own and just trying to make a dent, he can sometimes yeah. um, get in his own head and maybe not be allowed to play in front of himself. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Rather, you know, if Son's the guy who has to you know make passes here and there instead, then I think Spurs will be in a much better place. Um, because he seems a little more, he seems a bit fitter and a bit sharper this mm. year. You know, just in terms of general, general play, like not giving the ball away as, as much. But yeah, it was a, it was a trademark, mm. posty goal, I suppose. Which yeah, is a, which is which is nice. Nice, the partial Madison. Goodness me, mm. yeah, my word! This man is um, he's he he get he gets it, which is quite nice. He just know? comes he's alive. Just, he comes alive in in the moments that that he needs to and. I don't think he got like too frustrated in terms of like Hollywood passes here and there on Saturday, but it's yeah, you, it'd be nice if he had like a, a free flowing two goals, two assists game. I guess, <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, everyone else is really solid. Mad- Madison as well. I was talking to an Arsenal fan last night after they lost to Lons because th- their their patience has already run out with Kai Havertz. What? But then, <laughs> what? He needs more time. You mean he's not good? He needs no more way. time. Ten um, time. But there is like a corner of people on social media who are stressing that, oh, he, the stuff that Havertz brings to the team, you know, he is useful. You know, all this out of possession stuff, the pressing, the duels and stuff like that. And it's like, it's, it feels like a bit of faux intellectualism or overanalyzing. And it's like, do you know what I enjoyed about watching this game at the weekend? I could just watch... James Madison and for Liverpool, Dominic Sobosly and Alexis McAllister. I don't need to work hard to figure out that they're really good players. And it's quite obvious that they're good players. I don't need to work yeah. hard to come up with some kind of angle that, oh, this is actually good, by the way. No, I don't need to think. Yeah, I don't need to think about it. I know, I know that Havertz isn't good. I watch him. <laughs> I know James Madison is class. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's just that funny thing. I ask, you know, well, just fans of any. Ilk, you know, just defending a player, <laughs> just to till the cows come home. But yeah, it's um, I, I wouldn't like to get too deep in into that sort of psyche, you know, being like, ah, oh, this guy is actually well good when you can just tell that he's not. It just seems deluded. <laughs> I don't really see how um, how that's positive for anyone. Mm. <laughs> you know, so. well, yeah, the Arsenal fans are talking about that they could have got a lot of different midfielders for the amount of money well, they have. At, so they, could, they could have, just, and just been much better than they are. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I feel like if they got an Odegaard clone on the on the other side, they would have been laughing. Just any of the other midfielders that moved this summer, like the three in this game. Yeah, I'm still, you know, I mean, for seventy million, I'm sure he has some, but I'm, I'm still figuring out where he's, a, you know, what what his best attributes are and no. where he should play. But quite frankly, I'm just. I'm happy pointing not, at Not laughing. my problem. Yeah, not our problem, really. <laughs> I'm just happy, like, laughing at Oh, no. And, um, anyway. And, uh, yeah, if they keep mm. on to try and ping yeah. round-shaped objects and square yeah. pegs, then that's fine with yeah. me. I'll just watch something that's nice and fluid yeah. instead. Not that it's better, mm. but it's something. Yeah. So, Spurs score, opening goal, just before the break. Annoyingly. Just all you need to do is keep it tight, and then Spurs concede. And I thought it was quite soft as well. I thought because mm-hmm. it, it wasn't the first time either. Gakpo had a chance early on when Vicario made a really good double yep. save, but twice I thought that we were showing him too much respect. That Spurs defenders were backing off a little, not getting enough tight enough, wasn't, wasn't surrounded quick enough, just kind of standing off. Yeah, I mean he, he took the long way around as well when he went to turn and shoot. Mm, yeah, like, uh, so it, there was there was time to to close him down and to make things a bit trickier. 
Um, it's something that happens a lot on FIFA or EAFC now, where yes. they'll just back into you and it's like, I'm trying to call for a second player. And it's like, no one's coming. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get around him, but they won't let, the game won't let me round him. And it's, like, it's like infuriating. It's like watching that. I'm like, for goodness sake, someone just take the ball. Yeah. It, yeah, it was frustrating, especially at the, the timing of it. I feel like maybe 1 0, that's just sort mm. of game over, yeah. game done. If I'm being hypercritical, probably the only bad thing that Bakari has really done this season. I think he came. He kills two. It was a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit enough. I think even not even that. He was just too far over to his near post. I don't think he yeah. realised where he was standing, and if he was yeah. standing in the correct position, he probably saved it. He don't don't care about the flappy hands. Yeah, it wasn't really. Yeah, I suppose it wasn't flappy hands, but he was very close to his near. Yeah, near that, was, that was there. But but he's been good enough this season. I don't. I don't care about it. And no one else really cared about it either. So. Yeah, and you know but, what? It's it, you know maybe, maybe there was a mistake there. Um, I won't even, I won't was, even call it. I was just it like if, I, if I'm, it was just, but it's another game where yeah, the Spurs have started quite well. If and might, they've not conceded yeah. in that first half, I guess they conceded to Arsenal, but Bakari still made saves to make mm, sure that mm. you know we, we weren't a goal or or, or two mm. behind. Um, and again, he's he's just being solid, yeah. and that's exactly what you want mm. from. From, yeah. from a goalie but speaking of solid goalies goodness me start the second half Allison, two unbelievable oh, saves I think so having watched the Madison shot back curling into the top corner almost so where you're sat in the press box at the stadium that's right behind that so I've seen a lot of good views of when Son would put that in the top corner over the last mm. couple of seasons yeah. that looked like it was on that kind of trajectory from the seat it doesn't look as like that on the replay if anything the replay the save looks a little bit easier but in the moment it's like wow that was really unbelievable but then the the save for the son chance was going right into the top of the net just that's i couldn't i couldn't believe that that's like and i've 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 been a huge fan of Allison since he came to liverpool i think that he's a little bit underrated maybe in history i think i think that he is that good he's up there on the top podium of prem goalies like with the the pair checks and the schmeichels definitely up there like I, I find him a weird one because he is obviously class. Um, may, maybe I just am being overly critical of like goalies in general. <laughs> no, it's just that like I, I have a, I have a thing where if, if I see someone have a bit of a shocker, then it just lingers in my brain for for longer and longer. What are you thinking of for him? Then? I think there was a game against Bournemouth earlier in the season where I don't think he made any clangers in particular, or maybe he, did, he might have given them a goal. Um, but there was, was a, there just, was something he was just pulling yeah, out the wildest right, yeah. like passes out from the back and just being so sloppy. It might have only just been like 20, 30 minutes when um, you know when when these sort of cool and chic goalies like um, sometimes try to do a little too much on the ball or you know they don't look like they're actually concentrating and just give it yeah. away. It's sort of like, well, what are you playing at? You know, Ramsdale. Um, Ram- Ramsdale <laughs> was probably tarred more with that brush than others because he does some interesting things but um, I mean the saves Alisson pulled out and he is an outstanding goalie there's just there's no doubt really about it um, because he's, he's so quick across the ground as well yeah. it's sort of I think that's what you look at that Madison save and you think oh that's like that's that's world class but it's not because of the leap it's just because he's yeah. getting across yeah. the ground so quickly yeah. Yeah. and it gets to that point where he's he's moved that quickly that it doesn't even need to look like a yeah a wonder save when you slow it down. Yeah. Obviously, don't slow things down anymore. <laughs> but um, especially when it comes to highlights, you know, speed mm. them up if anything. <laughs> you know, we've not got time to waste here. Um, 
I, that that game is probably is is probably done early in the second half if Allison's not there. Yeah, if it's a regular goalie, Spurs score one of those shots. And, it's and Spurs <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool have to come out a bit more, and then Spurs just pit, um, take them apart on the break. Yeah, right? and that's really yeah. that would, that's how it would have gone. So annoying, but that's you know when you your team, you know Klopp's been there. What is this? Is this eighth or ninth season now? Mm-hmm. So, so you think about how long he's been there? I know, I know they're starting a new era, really, but the pieces are still there from the last era where Spurs are almost, almost ripping everything up and starting again. Son's probably like the last real piece from the teams of. Well, there the last can't have been seasons. many people or players from this team that started that four-three at Anfield. Last no, season. no, it's probably um, maybe two-ish. I don't know. Maybe Pedro. Deporo start. Maybe Romero started because he gave away the, the started, pen. I'm sure. Um, Kuzowski so started maybe yeah so maybe like three or four but that's that's it really but even if you go to, like, to the home game last season even fewer because Porro definitely wasn't there yeah and Romero might have been injured before the World Cup I think yeah a stretch where yeah he yeah, straight where he's like sit, basically sitting out yeah <laughs> and I think Kuzowski came off the base I was going to return that day so yeah. yeah I think it would have been in Son Looks maybe like Richardson big old personality shift that well Romero, yeah doesn't yeah, it, which yeah. Is nice like, yeah, he's, he's, he's thud and blunder now. I, I was quite... I know, obviously, he was leaving the trailing leg for the Diaz thing, but I don't really... When you talk about slow-mo, you put that in real motion. Like, you can't really blame him for like keeping him on side. Yeah. It's just like just the way that that move worked. But I, I was really impressed again. I think that almost he's becoming a little bit underrated. Cause I've seen... Mickey van der Ven has been amazing, far better than I thought he would be straight away. He did a really good interview with our good friend Ben Haynes as well mm. have you seen that yes yeah very good yeah. very good content recommend watching that on YouTube um, but I think it's almost taking Romero for granted a little bit because he is the outball from the back and I say this every week what do I say Romero moves like a caveman and, it get, <laughs> and it, you lose what what is kind of passing he went for passing. it he, he saw that like um, Liverpool had a few players sent off yeah. he was really charging up there yeah. trying to help and you know, cause even more chaos in that that back line if it was yeah if it was possible yeah um, he's 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 very easy to you know yeah. just uh, uh, no slag off and you know just remind everyone of the bookings that well, he gets yeah. <laughs> I think he's got two in the prem now this season which isn't that bad growth character growth, development yeah well yeah exactly two and seven is not one every game and you know there, there Nicholas are, Jackson five and five there are other, yeah, well yeah there are other little shits about there like Anthony Gordon who's got five like people aren't having a go at him how do, for, how do forward players pick up so many bookings like, I have no idea well I, 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 a lot, I, a lot of, yeah a lot I of I believe same, for Gordon it will be for chatting because you know he's got in like a faces. thick um, scouse accent yeah and I'm sure it'll be horrible and as soon as you hear that that's enough to get the yellow <laughs> Tread lightly here, um, but uh, I don't think so. Basuma might be close. I think he might have four now. He might. I think he might have. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's going to get a suspension but, at um, some point. But just quick, with Romero, were you? I understand why some people wrote him off and just said that he's always going to be rash and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I never got there fully because I always at least saw the passing that he brings and we really saw this with Vertonghen almost the exact same thing he's playing under a manager that mm-hmm. he just clearly doesn't like doesn't get on with just stop responding to and obviously as a professional player you should do you should do better be better in those moments but I think it was just 
he was so good at the World Cup and he was really good in his first season that I think just to write him off and people fringe to say he's just crap was ludicrous. I think we were all in the doldrums last year a little bit, weren't we? Oh, are you trying to walk back on it? You said he was, you said he was finished, <laughs> was, did you, dude? Did I say he was <laughs> no, 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 I'm just, no, did you? I don't think so. No, I'm just... I think my line has always been that he's someone Try harder, who, maybe? <laughs> don't forget. Yeah, that sort of thing. Um, no, he's... I think we've always just said he's he's someone who needs a bit of a rocket up his ass. Yes. And yeah. that's essentially where it Sometimes players need that. And yeah, exactly. And you know what? Maybe a guy who slags off everything around him as much as Antonio Conte does isn't the right fit for someone like that who mm. maybe just needs to be constantly alerted to what they need to bring each game and actually make sure that they're focused throughout rather than you know, yeah. rather than being very standoffish. And, yeah. Um, yeah, there's more of a, a style that is going to be more enjoyable in the current setup than, yes. than last yeah. year because it's... It's not Romero being told off to just sit off and stick in his own position. He's mm. now very, very um, yeah. integral in, in making sure Spurs are a physical presence and moving the ball yeah. up the pitch, like you say, because yeah. he's a, he a really yeah. good passer. Yeah. Um, Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So, I, yeah. I mean, last season, I'm sure, because performances and his performances were bad, he was playing at the Newcastle game as, yeah, as, yeah. as, as much as anyone needs to, uh, <laughs> to chastise any Spurs player with but um, he's, he's, he's going to be important to the Spurs team yeah. for a long time well, you, you mentioned that Newcastle game that was obviously the switch to the back four and I'll make, I want to talk about Poro and Doggy later because I want to I can do a big bit on them but the the back four this season all of them had question marks over whether they could even play in a back four all of them mm-hmm. Van der Ven played in the back three for Wolfsburg and was even questioning is he ready yet but Doggy played in the back three for Udinese Poro almost exclusively played wing back in his career Romero only redid really it with Argentina but hadn't done it with Spurs and there was wondering could he do it mm. so I think that's just a real sign of coaching but, for a man yeah. who's not known for his defensive coaching but, and, and also don't you think it's such a it's such a um, a positive for Spurs that they're, they're not asking to to, to or be, uh, being asked to defend you know for 60-70 minutes yeah. a game like yeah like they are now. If you're spending more time like going forward and utilizing their, you know, Adoji and Poro's attacking strengths, then that they well, what one they're gonna provide in the final third, and mm. they're probably gonna have more energy to defend to the sort of required fitness level as well, because they're yeah. they're gonna be a bit fresher from not defending for the whole game like they were before. And um, yeah, it's easier to play with the ball than without it. Yeah, I mean, like. Yeah, exactly. cover, you cover more ground you, when look, you, don't the, you look at the top teams I know Jao Cancelo doesn't play for City anymore but he wasn't he, he was basically the best right back in the world for like six months or so and that wasn't mm. because he was an incredible tackler or like he made interceptions and all that sort of stuff it was because he was picking out ridiculous outside well, the, well, it's the, the same the box, with you know? another Liverpool player Trent Alexander-Arnold 
So yeah, exactly. Like these players are that you don't have left backs and right backs anymore who are just oh they're really solid mm. and that's that's it. You know you can't really get away with that. So you shouldn't be asking your full backs to just defend. It's yeah. not gonna it's not gonna it's not gonna work out well for you. Yeah. Um, and like those two positions that were of real weakness last year. Mm. Are now big strengths. Yeah, Doji in particular. Uh, yeah, actually, is... yeah. Let's, should we talk about it now then? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm into it now. You're you're into it. I'm into it. I'm into it now. I'm into it. You know what? For someone like a Doji to, uh, I, I, I've just rubbished defending completely there. Because <laughs> but he has come up against Saka and Salah. Salah yeah. Um, and he's come through it fine. Yeah. Pretty much unscathed. A couple well, of yeah. bookings, and that's mm. and that's it really. And the booking here, that was a clean tackle. I know there's there's weird Liverpool fans on Twitter who are like. Oh, a doggy! He got the follow through, and Gakpo got injured like a minute later. That he should have been, that should have been the rib. It's like, all right, sharp. Yeah. Um, but that that tackle was clean. Um, shouldn't deserve the booking, and that obviously led to the goal. I think the highest compliment I could play to a doggy from this game is Mohamed Salah. You, you just looked at him, and you could clearly see this guy is one of the five, six best players in the world. Mm. And apart from. I don't know, play the offside goal, and he had a cross from the other flank, so it wasn't even his fault. But Dougie did not have any trouble with him whatsoever. I mean, he, and obviously, a part of that is Liverpool played with ten men, but even but eleven v eleven, he put in the, those two real kind of crunching tackles. Yeah, and when Liverpool were a threat, it, it seemed like it was Diaz on the other side. Yeah, and Gakpo, yeah, who were who were the real big big threats. Um, like. Salah is Salah you know as you say just in, an incredible player and you would think that even with like 10 players he'd still have those opportunities to get into the box and and make his mark but mm. he was just yeah he, he, he wasn't really allowed to and I think um, there was some great work from Basuma down that side as well which just helped shut him up um, and Richie too Richie doesn't need <laughs> too much of a uh, invitation you see you need, need to go under the clock on the touchline he made a tackle on the touchline he walked away he just noticed Klopp was there he's like just staring him down I think he put it on his TikTok <laughs> damn it I must I must look into this I must consume this content <laughs> I must add it to the yeah. the other things I scroll through like <laughs> yeah but um, yeah it Doji just looks like he could he could play in any team in the world right now you know mm. it seems that good but we'll, um, just so impressed Just he's just so mature and like the way, the the way, the way he's so easy on the ball too, he's um he's he's a good threat down the left, you know. Mm. It's not just higher right back we're relying on anymore. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Speaking of higher right back, <laughs> um, Pedro Porro. He's great though. He's yeah. really good, and he's not playing high right back, which is quite you know promising. Because again, like like I said, like played right wing back his whole career basically. Mm. If if Porro was not signed in January, Spurs would not have looked to sign him in the summer because they were moving away from back free but he's taken this role like he had a basically f- bad 30 minutes against Man United going up against Conacho and then from there he's been nearly flawless he, I've not had to worry about him you'll have to think about him I'll have to worry about him being a liability and that's such growth because people love to hammer him last season he hates defending all this stuff and it's like do you not think it's a bit of a consequence of the, like, the chaos around him and there's no organisation there's He's on a team that's on the way down and about to kind of bottom out with Conte and then Stellini and then there was just so many different factors where it was so obvious that he was really really good going forward and it's like just let him 
let's see some proper coaching. Just let him cook. Let, let, <laughs> um, oh yeah, basically. Basically, yeah. I mean, like Tim Sherwood's gonna gonna be eating his, his it's, words. It's one. I was Is one he? of those things when Tim Sherwood went on that massive run after his debut at Leicester, and he was like, uh, just all this stuff about him being crap. And I was like, I am so certain that he will turn it around. I've never been more certain than anything. It's similar to the people whose opinions I don't trust when they were saying, why well, I suppose appointing Ange, well, you could have just gone for Neil Lennon if you want something from the Scottish League. It's just like, you're completely missing the point. And I'm so confident that's not that he's going to be good. I know. Uh, well, if we had Neil Lennon now, we probably would have been sitting pretty on 21 points. Yeah, you that's know. The only, that's the only problem. What you know, gaffer he is, by the way. You know, four drop points in those Brentford and Arsenal draws. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Pedro's doing terrifically well. Set up the goal, of course. Mm. You know, I thought the um, the chance was going. It seemed like Spurs were sort of just tiptoeing a little bit around the box. Around yeah, the yeah. So we, we talk about this. So we, the, so after that, since I'm talking about this ages ago now, the the Son shot which Allison saved, Spurs didn't really make a lot, even like with the ten men and then with the nine men because. Liverpool's task yeah. I think became a bit easier particularly with the nine men where it was just the back five and then three in midfield and they're not going to even they'll play for like a set piece but they're not going to bother to really exert much energy going forward it makes their task very easy and I, I know if Spurs didn't score there would have been a lot of talk about oh they couldn't even beat nine men and ten men and all this, and all this different stuff and it's like it's not as simple as that obviously Spurs should be a nine man team but it makes it's a very hard thing to do because it, it's attack me defence and Son came off even before the second red card because he was limping a bit, still carrying a knock from last week. Madison came off a bit later, the same situation. Spurs kind of ran out of ideas. And I think you, you can maybe plan for a way you would play against 10 men, but I don't think you'd do a lot of thinking about how you'd do against nine. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they, they eventually got uh, the, the young fella, Velison, who was the. Mm, quite the surprised by that, yeah. Striker. Um, so that was more of a. a it's one of those we we where we really miss Perisic because he would just start spamming crosses and Valise is a really good header of the ball. Yeah, and he's yeah. We just I, I'm not sure we have too many players with with crossing quality towards the end. Yeah, you think like Kuzevsky does have it some days and sometimes he doesn't. I th- I'm I think there's a little bit of the Grealish about Kuzevsky now, but I don't I don't really want to have that conversation. A little now. bit of the Grealish. Yeah. Ooh, a little <laughs> bit of the Grealish. That's a conversation I don't really have because I know people. I still really love him and I know a lot of people do so I don't really want to yeah. delve too much into it but I'm just I'm just you know laying, yeah, the, laying, the, laying the groundwork for a future conversation <laughs> um, yeah, but maybe we put some respect on these finishes you know yeah. it's the second time in a in the space of three or four weeks that they've you know a few of them have come on and actually made a yeah. big difference yeah. like Hoybier as well I think he's involved in the second goal mm. uh, at, at a various point by again showing a bit more intent than yeah, the I'm really impressed by him in this role off the bench this kind of like last as you say like the finishers thing like it's really working because this is how I envisage that Conte was building a squad last season I think in hindsight maybe there's a bit of cope mm. um, because it's like how he's using Basuma I thought Basuma was just going to be like a very kind of specific situational kind of player like he'd play in a 3-5-2 and he'd be like the holder almost and that would be like his role and he was just built he was just building a team full of different options that he would use in specific circumstances and that wasn't the case whereas now I think Postacoglu part of the reason he's done so well so far in these late wins is there's these different players like for example Skip was right behind Matip when that mm, cross comes yes. in 
and Skip was crashing the box a lot, and that's the way that he's kind of been used so far under Foster Coglu. You know, remember that Barca game in the preseason? Yeah, so good. Couple, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, but I think that's his role. Like these different ways of using. I think he had a couple of subs where it was like for like was it Davis and yeah Davis, Davis came on that was it yeah it was just Davis Davis for a doggy Solomon came on earlier Solomon yeah um, I think that was more just they need to get Solomon off the pitch but need another attacker and mm. options were a little bit thin I think Brennan Johnson definitely comes on in that situation instead and I do, I did, I did miss him I would miss the it does seem like he might be out for maybe a little bit longer we need to wait and see the, the press comments but he hasn't been called up for the Wales squad Yeah. maybe they're just focusing on his recovery yeah, it's a hamstring isn't yeah, it don't want to take chances yeah. if you bring someone back too early from that yeah, they're yeah. going to yeah. be screwed but yeah I think you're right um, there's uses to these players and Postacoglu has already started to find them for play, a lot of players that have been written off so we've been banging, yeah we've been banging the strong mm. for, for a while and um, you know I mean it's Basuba's the guy who's yeah, the shining Most, example. Um, yeah, the, the biggest example of that. But um, yeah, to, to be honest, like I, I, I just thought it was really neat after the game that Valise was on the on the pitch and that <laughs> and that goal went in. Yeah, just sort of like it's it's quite a. I don't know when, when all those first team, well, not first team, sorry, when all the starting eleven players come off, it sort of it looks almost like a bit of a ragtag group sometimes, mm-hmm. and it's nice that um, you know even without those maybe core. Yeah. lads on the pitch in, in Son and Madison yeah. now that they actually yeah. still found that found yeah. that goal yeah. you know, just suck it into there just, yeah. <laughs> I think, do you think there's a little bit of that now because the atmosphere is so much better at the stadium this season that even when it was getting frustrated at times like it's not people aren't moaning people aren't whining it's quite different there is an air of positivity people are trying to be up for it you know they've got the drum and the trumpet which I can't believe were actually good ideas <laughs> like, I'm very surprised well, yeah, that they were actually good ideas I was very against the drum and the trumpet but they've worked brilliantly so far I can't really can't <laughs> for, it's against like every kind of AMF bone in my body um, I am against the drum <laughs> and the trumpet um, well I, I'd say you're your best place to answer that well, yeah yeah, yeah, it feel, yeah. At, at the ground yeah great, great limbs again it looked um, fabulous fabulous limbs great great limbs um it's, beca- it's starting to become the stadium that we all hoped it would be, this fortress, this place of inevitability. And I think teams are going to start coming to the stadium and not wanting to be here. Because it can get... It, the noise that that stadium can really generate is so loud. And then the post-match stuff again, just very enjoyable. You know, free from desire. <laughs> loving Big Ange instead. Not, um, still have mixed feelings about that. A song by Robbie Williams becoming... The anthem Cannon. of yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually a perfect way Cultural. to describe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure either. It's it's very early, isn't it? But yeah, it's like it seems early for them to be putting on the PA anyway. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I, like we can't says, can't so fault the positivity. Can't can't fault it. Um, you know, it's it's fun. It's mm. gonna make that the vibes stadium. are immaculate. Yeah, it's gonna make it more of a people want to go to that stadium. People, people want to stay in that stadium. They know what they're gonna get from a match day. Yes, now, I feel yeah. like if you if you get more towards yeah. that sort of vibe, then um, then people will keep coming back and they'll keep yeah. supporting and they'll keep um, contributing yeah. to late goals like yeah. they have been. I still I still prefer the Sheffield United limbs. I would say. Yeah, I I I think I probably would as well. I, mean, I think that well, was just, that was great, almost like like unbelievable like. Yeah, it's a bit. This never happens to us. I know this never happens to us even, but. But I mean, I mean it, there is something a little less fulfilling about this, just because I don't know. 
the uh, the circumstances around the game. But I I, time, I did think that as well. Okay. I'm not I'm not taking yeah I'm not taking away from it. I also think like an own goal isn't as satisfying as when your player actually scores. Mm. Not not even because of a luck thing, because of a, I don't know where to direct my love to kind of thing. Which is actually ironic because I don't think Kulusevski got. The you brunt of the love from, yeah. from the Sheffield United one. We were talking about but, before how like the camera zooms <laughs> off of it. Yeah. Else, like, but I think it was just it was just such a. I, don't want to, I keep thinking of Canon event in my head now. <laughs> in my head, like that that goal is like the bard. It, like just such a, a fixed, almost like a fixed point in history. It feels like that was going to happen. That that exists as one of the defining moments. Probably the single best moment in the stadium so far. Not, maybe not the best match. Yes. I think I think did Twitter poll. I think the Arsenal three 0 won that in the end, with the City Champions League yeah. one coming second. But I think in terms of the moment, like if you could just bottle that minute or so up, that is the one you want to go back to again and again and again. <laughs> I'll I'll never tire of watching the the that goal back, the, the the crowd and the stuff and all the celebrations. Just yeah, it's it's fun. Happening it again. Everyone ran off the bench again, like Steve Bruce in that FIFA meme <laughs> running off the bench. Fast on the players, <laughs> speedo, speedo. Yeah. But yeah, it's just it's just a much a nice, a, a much nicer place to go and watch football, and it's the mood has completely changed. I'm so surprised. Yeah, in the yeah, football changes quickly. I know. That's what, that's what I kept saying last season. Football changes quickly. Yeah, we are no longer washed. We're not in the mud anymore. Mm. You know, for the time being, anyway. Well, Seventeen <laughs> points from seven games is like is hot stuff. And they can make it an even better start when they play Luton on mm. Saturday. Yes. Um, which, you know, I, I, I am expecting Spurs. You're play. you're you're way more kind of positive about this. You think they're going to win like nine nil or something? Well, I'm more know, I'm more like I'll take I'll take the one nil with a decent performance and just get away from the early kickoff, get into the international. Oh, I'll take a I'll take a one nil with no injuries. I'll take a few injury knocks to stop players going on international duty. Ooh, then, ooh, yeah. <laughs> And then That's saving themselves. Um, I, I mean, I Luton don't. I don't think they're they're keeping goals out. I don't think they're scoring too many. Um, I suppose Carlton Morris is a fella you have to watch <laughs> out for. Um, but it, it seems like the time where Spurs need to just batten down and and, and keep going on this run now. Because mm. um, I think it is. It's it's a decent run. It's a kind of run. It's a run that you would rather have. Yeah. Heading and then Christmas is where it sort of gets pretty yeah. hefty. Um, but like, if 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 whatever the goal is, this is this is the funny thing because we're still sort of figuring out what that what the end goal is. Yeah. Um, you know, positionally wise at the end of the season, but whatever that is, it it could look a lot more promising at the end of like the next six games, which includes obviously Pochettino coming back mm. to Spurs. Mm. I think he's bought, he's, bought, he's bought himself a bit of time with that Fulham one as well. Enough, enough to to limp on yeah, to, yeah. to the wider. They've got they've got a really awful schedule. Yes, yes. So hopefully we can put the final nail in the coffin there. <laughs> but um, yeah, well, I mean, a clean sheet would be nice against Luton. It's been a don't while. want to concede to Luton. Don't want. Yeah, that's you see, if you notice, we've scored two in every Prem game apart from the Burnley five two. Uh, no, I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, two Brentford, two United, two oh, yeah. Bournemouth, two Sheffield United, two Arsenal, two Liverpool. Just for heavy back, and then Burnley. Thank you for playing the way that you did. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for giving us. All the, the, only, the only thing is that that is now 
the blueprints, but like if you shut up shop, Spurs are still in the infancy stages. Like, I think that was one of the takeaways as well. Like Liverpool are so far, they've come so far in their time under Klopp. And like I said, I know this is a slight new era, but the foundations are there. They're not coming from way down low again. They're coming from, mm. you know, they nearly did a quadruple like just yeah. over a year ago. Yeah, yeah. So this is an experienced team, a team that knows how to do it, a club that has been completely revolutionised. Spurs basically starting again and there's going to be games where it gets really frustrating and teams sit in and Spurs might not have the attacking depth yet to make chances at will like that but Mm -hmm. it will come eventually there will be a run Mm. and there will I I thought the Sheffield United game was going to be that game yeah where I was like okay everyone comes back down to earth a little bit Um, I really (laughs) No wanted to be Luton. It's <laughs> because like not not to slag Luton off, but Probably not um, be Luton, the, yeah. the three the three promoted teams just do not look of the standard. necessary standard to stay up. So we have beaten two of them already now. Yeah, so it'll be a bit of a shame for for that to be um, the one where it comes off. But you know, it'll it'll happen when it happens, and um, they should still just be looking for three points regardless. Yeah, really. Um, they they lost to Burnley last night, so. Need to, watch, even, need to watch the highlights of that. You, you need to watch the highlights, do you? Mm. <laughs> you could probably, I reckon you could skirt through without, without <laughs> seeing those highlights and you'd be fine as a, as a sports journalist. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, there, there aren't any other injury issues, are there? It's just they're just Don't believe resting so. Sonny and Yeah, Matt, yeah just get them through, kind of, just get them to the international break. I was, I was kind of hoping this would be a game of Madison could maybe rest, but I do fear what the team would look like without him there are no signs of La Celso yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's done that thing where he disappears off the face of the earth again so mm, those are it happens, happens quite a lot so pesky Argentines I suppose they're always doing it oh, he's gone missing for whatever reason he's gone AWOL again it's just secret it's just a secret mm. um, yeah you done talking about Spurs for one day I think been it's been quite a while done. Yeah. I'm, very, I'm very impressed that we didn't talk a lot about the VAR thing Funny you should say that. I <laughs> know oh, I haven't got anything else. <laughs> I, have, I have nothing. No, 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 no smart take on the VAR. Just incompetence. Um, Funny has, has left everyone with the egg c- on their face. The curse has been reversed. Mm. Thank God. Yes, yes, the, the curse best, has been lifted in the most hilarious. <laughs> I haven't way. even. Uh, well, let, I, I suppose what we could do is we could we could read out messages we received from Liverpool fans. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because that, that might be something. Um, uh, let me find yeah. something. What well, I have. So, yeah, I'm fuming at Jude. Can't believe these decisions. <laughs> um, then he said justice when um, Gakpo equalised. Um, another one said, starting to think Liverpool might not win this one now. <laughs> and then the inevitable, if Tottenham don't win, they're officially shite. <laughs> What a team this Tottenham are! <laughs> you know what really, you know what really made me <laughs> laugh actually in the same chat. This this fellow got called acidic and embarrassing. Yeah, and then he said, "Wonder who Klopp will blame this week? Let's spin the wheel." <laughs> <laughs> I was just oh, I was dead for like a good ten minutes. 
Oh yeah, what a, it's just like obviously he's going to talk about the offside. <laughs> well, well, you did stop blaming me, you know. You, you know, you guys don't think Kurt Jones are red because you guys didn't play in the Zwei Bundesliga like I did. Yeah. <laughs> and he's played in defence and attack. I know, so uh, yeah, knows, yeah. He knows all the different. There is no one better to answer this question <laughs> that this clearly red car tackle. You know, so, yeah, that should yeah. it shouldn't be a red. You know, it should not be a red. Yeah. So if I was just, I was just going to let them run out of steam by themselves. Um, because I, I don't think I could I could really get into a big old scrap over something like that it seems a little silly to um, yeah but yeah in, instead what, what did I put down I think I just said I can't get involved in conspiracy theories right now <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll save that for fortune yeah <laughs> exactly yeah, that's good I don't, I don't actually know enough Liverpool people now I used to know quite a few now I don't Really, I think there was one where like, at least your hair doesn't fall and clean off. <laughs> so. Well, this fan in particular like says he only watches Liverpool, so he he just must think that like nobody else gets done like this, <laughs> and it's just Liverpool. He only watches Liverpool. Yeah, I know. Oh, We've tried figuring it out, figuring it out, but yeah. no, we 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 were like talking about who the new Spurs manager was over the summer, just when we were on holiday, and he had no idea who it was. We so. sports Spurs. No, did you see? Did you see? Did you see? Oh, sorry, I meant um, at, um, Boston Sport in Liverpool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you see um, Henry Winkler? The Fonz responded to. They did, yeah. Boston, how question. did that happen so quickly? This is like I can't believe the Robbie Williams song got back to Robbie Williams so quickly. But how did? Who the hell's in touch with Henry Winkler? He's like, <laughs> like Ange. If I sign those posters, would you put them back on your wall? Hey. hey. Like, Probably Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I don't know, Matthew Ryan. Well, who's, like the, who's the next celeb that's going to get involved? Then? Taylor Swift. Taylor. I, see, I see she's in the news. I think she's going out with someone in the NFL or something. Yeah, I'm just trying to think who who she could possibly, who the funniest person in the Spurs squad would be. <laughs> Today. Yeah, like if she just suddenly rocked up and was on uh, Jamie Donnelly's arm. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Or Ashley Phillips is like, what's going on? That's, yeah. a bit of a, that's an interesting one. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> ben Davis. Ben Davis. You see, his dog his came dog, back. Yeah, yeah. Came thank back. God. I was very happy about that. That could have been yeah. nasty. I, I wouldn't have been nice, no. Mm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have enjoyed that if his dog took Would not have enjoyed that. Yeah, okay. I think I'm done. It's, yeah, that, time, it's that time of day. I need some brunch. <laughs> A bag of crisps or something. <laughs> Banana. <laughs> yeah, bag of crisps for brunch. Uh, all right thank you for listening everyone um if you haven't subscribed and left a rating left a rating yet please do it helps us a lot and we will see you over the international break save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get 16 ounce packs of flavorful angus 90 percent lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious coca-cola pepsi or 7-up all with your card Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.